So today is um, a wonderful day in the life of the parish. Today we receive two people into the church. Ian's being baptised, Marjorie's being confirmed and brought into full communion. And for both of them, they've been preparing for a year because it's a major step to do this. But for us, who in a sense are watching, it's a good moment for us to think for ourselves what the symbolism is of our own baptism, our own confirmation. And we're doing all this on the feast of the baptism of the Lord Jesus, which gives us, in a sense, another twist to be thinking about what it's all about. So I want us to start by thinking about why it was that the Lord Jesus was baptised in the first place. Because he didn't need to be baptised. He hadn't committed any sins. He didn't need his sins forgiven. He didn't need his sins to be washed away. He wasn't baptised for his sake. He was baptised so that when we are baptised, we might do what he did. So that when we are baptised, we are united to him. That it was part of his plan. Why did he come from heaven to earth? Why did he take our flesh? Because he wanted us to be united to him. And baptism was the, the first step of that process by which he unites us to him. We are baptised as he was baptised. So in the Bible, St. Paul puts it this way. He says that the, the old man, Adam, that's in each of us that we're born with, that we inherit our fallen state from Adam, says the old man must die in order that the new man, Jesus, might rise in each of us. He says that we must descend into the tomb with Jesus. And we descend into the tomb by going into baptism, that we might rise out of the tomb as he did in union with him. And so St. John, saying the, expressing the same reality of a new beginning, talks about a, a new birth, saying that we must be born again, that you cannot be um, enter the kingdom unless you are born again of water and the Spirit in baptism. So Jesus wanted Ian and Marjorie and you to be united to him. And he wanted to be true of you by adoption what is true of him by nature. And what we heard said of him at his baptism becomes true of us by being adopted into him. So when the Lord Jesus came up out of the water, as we heard, the, the voice spoke from heaven and said for all to hear, in order that all would hear, you are my son, the beloved. And when you were baptised, that became true of you. That you too became a son of the Father, the Beloved. 
when the Lord Jesus came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily shape like a dove. And when you were baptized, you likewise received the gift of the Spirit. And the water of the river Jordan washed the body of Jesus and by your baptism your original sin was washed away and if you were baptised as an adult as Ian is being tonight your personal sin is washed away too. But baptism isn't the end of our union with Jesus rather it It's about a a whole beginning of our union with Jesus. That there's a, a fullness that comes in the fullness of the gift of the Holy Spirit in confirmation. As Ian and Marjorie will both be confirmed tonight. And then in our lives, you know, our sins are washed away in baptism, but we then sin again. Well, we are restored to baptismal cleanliness every time we go back to confession. Every time we are washed again in the sacrament of reconciliation. Now, Marjorie was baptised already um, as an Anglican. So we've symbolised that by the fact she's already wearing her baptismal garments. But what she's having tonight is, in a sense, the fullness of what she received already. That what you received in baptism was was real. But there's something even more that you're going to come to tonight. And two two things in particular. Um, The fullness of the gift of the Holy Spirit in the sacrament of confirmation. But then another kind of fullness in terms of the communion with the wider church. So if we became part of the family of God in baptism by having God become our father, then we became part of the family of God. And God's family is what's called in the Bible the the church. And that church he set up to have its worldwide mission to be sent to every corner of the world. And so it's called Catholic. And so tonight you come into communion with that worldwide Catholic church. The, the fullness of what you had in reality, but not in completion already in your baptism. With for Ian, you receive all of that tonight. Pointing out to Ian just earlier that actually he's getting four sacraments tonight. He's getting baptism, confirmation, Holy Communion for the first time, uh, but in addition the sacrament of marriage. That he's been married, um, I can't remember how many years, a while, um, but that sacrament, that gift of marriage is being elevated to a new status and becoming a sacrament in which you will now... um, Be Christ to each other, you and your wife. And yet all that you're receiving in a moment, but to be a process 
to be unpacked by you, to be cooperated. All those graces given to you, it's for you to then cooperate with those um, over the years ahead. So to bring that to a conclusion um, for all of us, well, for us who are watching, today's a, a wonderful moment to remember the grace of our own baptism, remember the grace of our own confirmation, and to recall to the greatness of being part of the worldwide uh, universal Catholic Church. And with that, today's a, a great moment for us to recommit ourselves to be making that real within us. So we will join Ian and Marjorie in, as they make, um, Ian makes his baptismal promise, we will renew that with him. Uh, and so as we say that, let's renew our resolution to, to live out the grace we have already received, that we might fully become ever more united to the Lord Jesus, that it may be ever more true that we are a child of God the Father.